again, the photographers book you at that low price to get you in the door with their fingers crossed, banking on the fact that after your wedding day, they are going to be able to upsell you with something else to get more money out of you. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. All right. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in today and listening to me talk. I really hope that I am able to share some of my knowledge and experience with you to hopefully help your wedding day images or your engagement session or your bridal session images be so much better. So if you are enjoying my podcast, uh, you might also love my book. Check it out. It's available on Amazon. It is Prime eligible. I will include a link to that in my show notes. So I recently, last Friday, if you are listening in real time, that was a week ago tomorrow, I decided to quit drinking coffee. I was a late bloomer when I decided to start drinking coffee. I didn't start drinking coffee until my 30s, and that was probably pretty strange because I served in the military, never drank coffee. It wasn't until my 30s that one day I woke up and I just craved coffee. I don't know why, but I've been a coffee drinker for about 20 years, I guess, and this past Friday, I made the decision to give it up. And the reason I made that decision was because in 2015, I was diagnosed with something called cluster headaches. And basically what that is, it's a series of headaches just on top of one another. So you basically start to get a new headache before you're done with the previous headache. And what that feels like in your head, or at least in my head, is almost like a contraction or a muscle spasm. So you can feel the headache, tension, or pain increasing, and then it might let up a little bit, and then it increases again, and then lets up. And my headache days are sometimes as many as 25 days a month, and there is no over-the-counter medication that takes care of these headaches. The only way that I can get rid of these headaches is with prescription medication. And it's like Sumatriptan or uh, Imitrex, just very common 
migraine medications will just knock these out, usually in about 30 minutes. So they're not difficult to get rid of. They're just very aggravating because I generally have a headache almost every day. And I'm just testing out to see whether or not these are caffeine-induced. So this past Friday, I decided to give them up. And so far, I haven't really been able to tell if I'm having any caffeine withdrawals because I've had a headache pretty much every day since I gave up the caffeine. And I don't I don't drink any other sort of caffeine. I'm not a soda addict. I do love Dr. Pepper and Big Red. Those are my favorite two sodas. But generally, I drink probably less than a six-pack of soda all year round. So soda is not um, something that is going to be a big crutch for me. Just coffee. I would generally drink anywhere from 24 to 48 ounces of coffee a day. However, it was really diluted. So when I would make a 24-ounce mug of coffee, it was just one um, Keurig pod. So I would run 24 ounces of water through that same Keurig pod without changing the, the pod. So it was really diluted. It wasn't strong coffee at all. But I this past Friday, I just said, you know what? I wonder if the caffeine has anything to do with the headache. So gave it up cold turkey. And I'm going to try it for at least 30 days to see where my headaches go, see if they improve at all with the frequency. And hopefully, I'm going to see some better days as far as my headache goes. And... We'll go from there. So beyond that, let's jump right into today's topic. I am going to be telling you about a sales tactic that photographers and probably maybe even some other wedding vendors use. It's called the upsell. So how this sales tactic works is that you are lured in with a less expensive introductory price, I guess you could call it. And then as you're approaching your wedding date or right after your wedding date, you're hit with the upsell. You are asked to spend more money with the wedding photographer. You might think that you have found the greatest deal on the planet. I'm going to get my wedding day photography for $700 or $1,500. And this photographer is great. Look at their work. They have an outstanding portfolio. They have great reviews. They sent me all of their last or three of their most recent wedding day coverages. Everything looks great. They meet all my expectations and they're only going to charge me $1,500 to do an all day coverage of my wedding. You can't even comprehend the deal that you've snagged. So maybe you didn't read the fine print in your in your contract, or maybe you didn't even get a contract, which I, I don't recommend. That's a, a huge red flag if, if you're not given a written contract. But if this is something that either has happened to you, or if this is something that is going to happen to you, beware. So 
sometimes it goes something like this. And this is a true story that happened to me in a car dealership. I went in, I had never purchased a Honda before, but I know they're great, reliable cars. There's plenty of them on the road. There's lots of Hondas that have been on the road for decades over well over you know 250,000 miles they just you can run the crap out of them really so I went in to buy a Honda and I took in my trade-in worked the numbers with the salesman I was happy with the trade-in value they were giving me I picked out the model that I wanted we worked the numbers on the new vehicle. I was happy with where they came down to. They met me pretty close to where I wanted to be on that. And we were at we were at a number that we were in agreement with. So you know how it works. The the salesman guy goes back to his manager. Um, he comes back with the paper. I sign it. And then I go back into financing and it's $500 more than what the the salesman and the sales manager and I had all agreed upon. So I'm like, well, where, what is this $500 extra that I'm financing? Like, I don't understand. This is not what I agreed upon with everyone else out there in the sales room. And the guy in the finance room says, well, that's that's an extra $500 that we have to charge you because there's nitrogen in your tires. That's an upgrade. It's not, it's not regular air. It's nitrogen. And that's, that's an, that's an upgrade for you because when the temperature lowers outside, when it, you know, you get colder temps, regular air, um, you lose pressure in your tire. So with the nitrogen, you're not going to experience that. Your your PSI in your tires is going to remain more stable, and you're not going to have to go add air every time the temperature drops. And I said, well, I don't care. We should have talked about that before we got to that final number. So what it was basically was an upsell. And this is kind of the same premise that a lot of photographers work on. They will they will shoot your your all day wedding for X amount of dollars, and they would be willing to give you a little piece of the pie, like um, all low res images, or maybe they will only give you two hundred high resolution images. They're not going to give you the entire piece of the pie. They're going to basically bet on the fact that after the wedding day, when they share the complete entire wedding gallery with you, that you are going to be so emotionally attached with your wedding day images that they will be able to upsell you the rest of the pie or make more money, get more money out of your wallet from you. Right after your wedding and when you have that emotional attachment to all of your, your weddings, you know, when you've just seen the, the groom crying from the, you know, in the images of you walking down the aisle or when you've seen you and your mom having that dance at the reception or when you've seen the images from you and your partner's first look or, you know, all of those, those key moments from your wedding day, when you've seen how beautiful those images have turned out, you are really just going to 
be ready to spend any amount of money with the photographer. And that's what they are hoping for. So they might make an offer like if you buy these wall arts that I have here today, printed up all for you, then I will give you an extra spread in your wedding album. Or if you were limited to only a certain amount of low-res images for an extra amount of dollars, we'll convert those to high-res images and we'll include that for the entire wedding gallery. And you're going to be basically held hostage if it's a situation like that. Like if you were only given, say, 200 low-res images or 200 images in total, and you know that you're going to want to print some images if you weren't given any printed product with your collection, or you know that there's a thousand more images that you want to have your hands on, you're going to be basically willing to do anything because before your wedding day, when you purchased this collection, you did not have this emotional attachment yet on those images. But after you've sat in that chair, you've watched that slideshow, you've seen the complete gallery, you now, you've had that taste in your mouth and you have that emotional attachment to those images. And it's like they have your child kidnapped. You're going to do anything that you have to do to get the rest of the images in high res and be able to print them. So chances are the upsell is going to be another huge chunk of change. In a lot of cases, it's going to be almost as much or as much, if not more, as your initial investment with the wedding photographer. And again, the photographers book you at that low price to get you in the door, just with their fingers crossed, banking on the fact that after your wedding day, they are going to be able to sell you or upsell you with something else to get more money out of you. So just be leery, read your contract, and know that this is a possibility. If you were not expecting this, you are going to feel a lot like I did in the finance room of that Honda dealership. You are going to start feeling resentment toward this photographer. You are going to start feeling very bitter. And you are going to feel an entirely different way about your photographer beginning right at that moment than you did right before he, he or she started that upsell. So how do you know if this is going to be the case. So number one, never, ever, 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 ever hire a wedding photographer. And I'm going to add any wedding day vendor. Never, ever hire any wedding day vendor without a written contract that both of you sign. Number two, read the entire contract word for word, and know exactly what's going to happen. Make sure that everything is laid out play by play by play so that you know in each situation what to expect. Number three, make sure that you're okay with the photographer's sales tactics and the experience that you're going to have. And number four, if you're not, 
find a photographer who offers all-inclusive collections and buy everything that you're going to want up front so that there is no upsell or no unexpected expenses after your wedding day or any surprises. That way, there's no need to spend more money. If after your wedding day, you want to add on to that with more wall art or more albums or what have you, then you can do that at your choice, at your convenience, not because you've been backed into a corner and you have no choice. So if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Watch for the upsell. It's a very common tactic that wedding photographers use. And I don't know this for a fact, but I'm going to assume that probably some other wedding vendors also use this. And just be leery of that. If there is a wedding photographer that is doing amazing work and they are way below the market average or below the market average for that same service, let that be a flag, a little hint that they may be using this tactic to get their complete worth out of you. So I always, this is the way I sell to my clients. I just sell inclusive packages. I don't want to hassle my clients with upsell. It's awkward for me and it's very awkward for them. And I don't want any of my couples to resent me after their wedding day. I want to remain friends with them so that, you know, I can watch their families grow. So that's it for today, guys. Hey, if you want to support the show, I recently added a link in my show notes that you can buy me your coffee or just send me some money on the cash app. So hit that support the show link at the end of the show notes. I would appreciate that so much. If you learned something today, why don't you share a screenshot on Instagram and tag either complete wedding ed or add a girl photo, or you can just help me spread the word by verbally telling all your engaged friends about this book, this podcast, or my YouTube channel. I would appreciate that so much. You can also visit my websites, completeweddinged.com or atagirlphoto.com. Again, all those links are in the show notes. If you have a topic you want me to cover or a specific question you want me to answer, all you have to do is shoot me an email at Tammy, T-A-M-M-Y, at atagirlphoto.com. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a very happy day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you again during the next episode.